20-year battle that we have. And for the next 40 years, we have peace. You're welcome. So Deborah was a woman of strength. Tell me why she was a woman of strength. What was her attributes? What, what did you see in her that made her a woman of strength? She what? Look for God's guidance. She followed it. She depended on him. Exactly. Yes, I was going to say, how did she treat, uh, I call him Barak, she called him Barak, but every, whichever you want to call him, how did she treat him? Respectful. She didn't berate him for not wanting to step up. She said, I'll go with you. So that's the way we are. With e we should be with each other. We are to help carry each other's burdens and go along with each other, not berating each other because of what you're going through. You didn't, But take your hand and go with you. Go with them. So she was a woman of strength. So thank you, Brandy, for putting her um, <laughs> into life for us, a woman that was in the Bible. She, she brought life to that. So thank you. Oh. All right, so in your, in your notebooks, um, we're going to be on our first lesson there. The first uh, characteristic or quality of a, of a woman of strength. The first one is the quality of quiet trust. A woman of strength has quiet trust. In Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. First thing God tells us to do is to trust him. He says, trust me. He says, you don't have to understand everything you're going through because he says, I got this. I got it. Just lean into me and trust me. Commit your ways to him. When uh, I had mentioned Ed and I worked with teenagers at camp for many, many years, and so we were trying to get this concept across to them that trusting God or walking with God, walking by faith, not by sight. And so we would pair the campers up. One of them would be blindfolded. The other one was not, but they had to talk to the other person into how to get to the destination where they were going. They weren't allowed to hold on to them or grab them. They had to talk to them, and the other person with the blindfold had to blindly trust that that camper would make sure that they didn't fall into the ravine or walk into the cabin or, you know, or walk into a tree. Um, and so they had to learn what it was to walk by faith, listening to that person or listening to God lead them. And so they had to see that that's the way God cares for us. He knows what's up ahead. He knows the path we need to take. We just need to trust him, let go and trust him. He sees everything that's in the way. So he says, just trust me, lean into me. Now, a year ago at our retreat, um, a week later, the next weekend, guess what hit? COVID shut down just a week later. Do you remember that? Do you, those who were here last year, do you remember the theme we had last year? <laughs> Anyone? Living on purpose. 
God gave us an opportunity last year, <laughs> didn't he, to live on purpose. And our theme verse was, do all, everything you do, do all to the glory of God. Well, I have to confess that last year I I struggled with that, <laughs> but I had to sing that song we just sang, yes, I will, Lord, you know, lift you high, because, and and I didn't practice what we preached at camp, too. We would always use the little verse of the little saying, cheerfully flexible, which I wasn't always cheerful last, last year. I don't know about you, right? Um, but he gave us opportunity to learn to live on purpose last year. It was a struggle, but how how awesome that he knew what was up ahead he knew what we needed to hear last year so i'm wondering okay what do we need to hear this year <laughs> for the upcoming year um but he just says trust me with all of your heart not just this piece of it i'm going to take this over here for me but he says with all of your heart trust him wholeheartedly Devote and devote yourself to him, which means be loyal to him, be faithful to him, be steadfast in our faith in him. Don't let anything move you. He says, just trust me. Devotion also means giving up something in order to give to. What are we, what are we told to give to him? Our whole heart. We're to give our whole heart. Um, God's woman of strength um, comes from trusting God. But how easy is that? <laughs> how easy was it last year? <laughs> Not so easy at times. But it's an exercise that we're to develop daily. Verse 5 in Proverbs 3, it says, goes on to say, lean not to your own understanding. There's a lot of things last year I didn't understand. Just there was a lot of conflict and inconsistencies. But God says, you know, just trust me. Don't lean into your own understanding. Lean into me. Why should we? Why shouldn't we depend on our own understanding? Because <laughs> we may not know all the facts, right? We may not know the whole circumstance. And we might let ourselves down if we try to take control of the situation or let somebody else down. So we need to lean into him, not to our own understanding. When we don't understand something, when adversities come, what's the first thing we usually do? By saying, why? Why me? Why now? Why is this happening, right? Kind of like our two-year-old, when we, they would say, why, mommy? You give them an answer, and they say, why, mommy? And they keep saying, why, mommy, even though you gave them an answer? That's the same thing we do with God a lot of times, isn't it? We do the same thing to him, and he's just saying quietly, just trust me, just, just trust me, because in Isaiah 55, 8, it says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So as women of strength, we aren't to depend on our own understanding, but instead we're with expectation, look to God, trust God, and see how he's going to work. In verse 6 of Proverbs 3, it says, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Why? Because his way is a trustworthy way. He, his character is trustworthy. 
we know we can depend on him and commit your ways to him it says with all your heart with all your ways acknowledge him with everything we have it's a total dependency and commitment on him be mindful of him it says with your whole life whole life not just those little things but with your whole life you will be looking um at an unseen spiritual realm when you do and see how god is working and it will remove all he will remove all obstacles in your way and you will see your path open up before you and you will have he will give you clarity as women of strength we are trusting god with all our hearts devoting ourselves to god committing all our ways to god and being mindful of god totally being consumed with god and then we can say with quiet trust not just why why am i going through this because when we say why we get stuck there don't we we just keep asking why and we, we feel like we're going down farther and farther in that pit so when we trust god and not get stuck there we can say not only why we can say how how do you want me to get through this how do you want me to move forward in this or what am i to learn from this now how can i grow from here he wants us to move on and just trust him as we move forward so as a woman of strength we have an inner quality of quiet trust knowing god will take care of me because we don't have to depend on our own understanding because a lot of times that will fail us right <laughs> so just trust in him and wait on him and watch him work Isaiah 30, 15 says, in quietness and in trust is your strength. Quietness, which means we got to settle down sometimes, get quiet and be with God. That's where we'll find our strength. Our strength, ladies, comes from trusting God. One of the women of strength in the Bible, tell me who this is. Do you know who Jochebed is? Who is Jochebed? Yeah, Carol. Moses's mother she had a quiet trust um, because remember back when uh, Moses was born Pharaoh was killing all the baby boys so Jochebed decided I'm going to get a basket put tar on it so it can float in the water and that was a lot of faith on her part wasn't it and trust to put him in the water hoping God will protect him well he did because who led the people out of Egypt Moses yeah so what faith that that mother had in God to take care of her son um, <clears throat> she wouldn't she couldn't tell anyone else except her other two children which was Miriam and Aaron so she had a quiet trust in God she couldn't tell anybody because somebody could go get Moses and kill him so only she only knew um, the God only knew the outcome for her her responsibility was only to have quiet trust in God God's woman of strength not only trusts, but she obeys no matter what. God knew who that baby would become because of a mother's trust. Awesome. He knew the future. He knew that path out there. We just need to trust. Another woman of faith or strength uh, put her truth or put her trust in God into action and obeyed was Mary, the mother of Jesus. Because when God's angels came to her in Luke 131, it says, you will be with child and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus and Mary's response I am the Lord's servant may it be to me as you have said 
She didn't question. She didn't doubt. She just trusted God and surrendered and submitted and committed her life to God without question. She didn't ask why, <laughs> but she thanked God instead for being um, God's woman of strength because without her, we wouldn't have a Savior, would we? God would probably find somebody else that has a surrendered heart, but with her, we have a Savior, a true example of trust and obedience. And as a woman of strength, we can trust God without understanding everything and going through because he is trustworthy. We know he follows through with his promises. Just looking at Mary's life, he did. He followed through. As a woman of strength, we are to have the character of being trustworthy also. Not just to trust in God, but our character needs to be trustworthy. That's the way Jesus lived. In Isaiah 53, 9, it says there was no deceit in his mouth. So Isaiah was prophesying that Jesus would be without uh, craftiness, manipulation, uh, trickery. So we as his people need to be the same. So do people really believe you when you say things do or are they looking for different meetings behind what you're saying or can they trust you have you been proven to be trustworthy trustworthy woman in the bible was phoebe anybody know who she was do you remember who she was what role that she played phoebe don't hear much of her pardon co-worker with Paul. She was a lady who was trustworthy. It says in Romans 16, 1 through 2, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church in Sancria. I ask you to receive her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and to give her any help she may need from you, for she has been a great help to many people and including me. So most likely she was a trustworthy woman that Paul could... Um, trust with the letter to Rome. She took the letter to the Romans that he handed her. He knew he could depend on her. So how do you know when you can depend on somebody? How do you know? What's it take to be able to depend on somebody or trust someone? Relationships. It takes time to get to know them. Sorry? Authenticity, yes. You can trust them with it, whatever you tell them. You know, the um, you can trust them with responsibility that they'll carry through with confidentiality. Yep. So that's the way Phoebe was with Paul. In First Peter one six through seven, um, it talks about our trustworthiness and our trust and faith being refined and tested. For a little while, it says, while you have suffered in all kinds of trials, these have come so that that proven genuineness of your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even through refined by fire, many result in praise, glory, and honor when Christ Jesus is revealed. Our faith or our trust is proven genuine. When we go through the fire, just like gold, I don't know if you know the purification of gold, but it has to be put in the fire time and time and time again to be purified. That's the same way with our life. That's what he's talking about, to prove uh, that our faith is genuine. We've got to be put through the fire because each time we have our faith increases a little bit more. The same with us. God, we've got to go through the adversities to make our faith uh, genuine. 
trust in God to make it pure, to make our faith stronger. Back to the verse in Proverbs 3, 5, it says, lean not to your own understanding. If there is one thing that you think you have to understand, <laughs> because that, that's the way we're made, right? As human, we gotta, we gotta make sense and wrap our head around things. So if there is one thing that you have to understand is that God is trustworthy. God is trustworthy. Our struggles makes our faith in, in God stronger. It makes us a woman of strength and a stronger faith and trust in him. Being a woman of quiet trust is our goal, should be our goal as a woman of strength. So I'm going to have you pledge. <laughs> Everybody raise their hand to God. <laughs> and repeat after me. God, as a woman of strength, I accept the challenge of becoming a woman of quiet trust. Amen. <laughs> okay. Well, now it's time for our first huddle group. All right. So if you will get your little journals out, turn to the very back page of your journal. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're not having a huddle group yet. We got a couple more things to say first. Okay. Just seeing. Yes. Okay. This, <laughs> this was a test of your faith. Yes. <laughs> okay. 